ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bogie is red hot, and just wait until you hear the stories he has to tell. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Hawks Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'm your host, Hawks beat reporter Sarah Spencer, and today we're joined by a really special guest, Hawks wing Bogdan Bogdanovich, a.k.a. Bogie. He has been playing really well coming off the bench for the Hawks, getting back to a lot of the shooting success he had on last year's playoff run for Atlanta. But this episode isn't just about X's and O's. Bogie was honestly a delight to interview. Somehow this was, I I couldn't believe it, but somehow this was the first time I had actually sat down with him for an extended period of time. Of course, I've talked with him a bunch, um, you know, a few minutes here and there since he's been in Atlanta, but this was the first time I I really, you know, got to dig deep with him and um, you guys get to hear it. He opened up about adjusting to America. He's originally from Serbia, played in Europe to start his career. He also got into why he practices as much and works as hard as he does. Um, Pretty much everyone with the Hawks will tell you that Bogey basically never leaves the gym. And of course, we talked about the Hawks this season and what he sees for the team down the stretch uh, as we're about to get into the All-Star break here. We recorded this Monday, so we might be a game behind um, as far as my specific conversation with Bogey, but the message definitely holds up. And we will talk more hoops and schedule stuff at the end of this episode after we say goodbye to Bogey, who, by the way, had a career high tying four steals in the Hawks win versus the Cavs Tuesday. And that was a really quality win for them. They really needed that. Um, so be sure you stick around for that at the end. But in the meantime, without further ado, here's Bogey. Bogey, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, So I want to start out actually flashback to kind of the end of January. Um, And I want to read something that you, uh, a quote that you gave back to you and get your reaction now. Uh, When you first came, this is when you first came back from some knee soreness and you came off the bench, you started coming off the bench and somebody asked you, does it matter to you whether you start or come off the bench? And you said, I've never cared in my career. I always wanted to win. I'll never put that in my head. Basically, you have to sacrifice. And when I put that out there, I don't think I've ever seen a more like universally beloved or like positive reaction from fans just talking about how much of a winning mindset that is. And I just wanted to ask you, where does that come from for you? I mean, when I was hearing the question and and a quote, I already know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So it's not it's. Uh, for me, it's simple and it's easy because um, that's how I've been taught, you know. And our culture is way different than it's here. Um, 
I think coming of my school of like basketball school, like AAU system mm-hmm. and all that programs mm-hmm. is way different over there. There is so much more than just numbers, stats, uh, getting individual awards. Um, we um, Don't get me wrong. We still won that. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you really put the fir- team first and then uh, the individual awards kind of christen themselves out like, uh, you know, you cannot hide if you're the best player. Yeah. You can't hide that. <laughs> yeah. You're the it's na- naturally you're the best player. It's not that you cannot make someone be the best player. There is no way. Mm-hmm. But um uh, it's it's always it's always been like that and you know, it's just uh, hard for me to change it. Mm-hmm. So why should I bother myself and my mind, you know, if uh, I'm starting, coming over the bench. I'm playing the game I love. I choose this uh, as 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 uh, as a human being. You know, I choose to I choose this as uh, as my job. So I look at it that way. Simple. When you came from playing in Europe to playing with the Kings, I think that started in 2017. Were there any changes mm-hmm. that you had to? Or I guess, how is the game so yeah. different? You know, how's the game different? What was it like going from that to the NBA? It's it's, it's very different, you know. Uh, I think that the whole system, it's kind of tough and big out there. Uh, with this all trades involved, you know, you're not able to build that type of relationship. The money, it's way uh, bigger in, in involvement in, in, in the sports here in general. Mm-hmm. So it's it's harder to compare at, at start because money it's it's a big influence. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know I think in Europe there is still a lot of coaches getting paid more than than athletes. Mm. Um, you know, and their value is also higher because mm-hmm. of it, and their respect and their word and compared to the NBA, in NBA it's a little bit different, and that's what I learned the first year. You know, like. Your first year in Sacramento. Yeah, the first year in NBA. Mm-hmm. In NBA that, you know, uh, it's more kind of job thing here. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, take care of your job, everybody, mm-hmm. individually, more. In Europe is more like, you know, coaches are kind of the leaders. Here, the players are more like that vocal people trying to, you know, organize the players in the locker room, outside of a locker room, everything. In Europe, it's 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 coaches. They organize the the meals. The you know what time is the bedtime. It's like kids, but grown kids. <laughs> so there's not the is there still like the same? Because I know you guys have the the system is crazy. There's like you know trainers. There's like mm-hmm. I know there's a guy who just does y'all schedule and travel and stuff like that. Is that a difference as well, or is it is that similar? Uh, it's different here. There is way more, mm-hmm. way more options, way more uh, people involved in sports, which is good, mm-hmm. you know. And that's a really positive thing about NBA. Um, and whatever you need, you can get it. Really, yeah. <laughs> whatever you need, you can get it. In Europe, sometimes can be that that can be a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say coming back of injuries. I know in Europe usually take me a little bit longer to take back. Here is like. Phew, Right on point. Next day, this is, you know, four weeks. We got four weeks. And it was always there and even earlier. So, uh, yeah, 
it's 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 pretty faster here. Mm-hmm. I'm really I wanted to follow up on what you said. The first part of what you said about kind of like the culture is different too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what was that like adjusting to coming? You know, when you come to America and then you're you know you're living here. You know, it's it's your it's your day to day. How different yeah. is it? And what did you go through? It helped me a lot to learn about myself. You know, I think the American culture is all about learning yourself. Hmm. Uh, that's what I can see. <laughs> that we're into ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. It's good because um, you don't like to waste time. I think in Europe, uh, we like to waste time and we enjoy it. We really enjoy it. And I enjoy it. When I'm in Europe, I like to waste my time. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like to sit and go with one guy on coffee, another guy with tea, friend, family. I just like to see people and talk about what happened before. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but you know how I got used to the American culture. I I realized how much of the work you you putting in in it's not just a sport in every different areas. You know, like you know, I met a lot of random people. They they do different kind of jobs, and they they have the same like you know hustle. They have the same mindset. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna in America. You know, yeah, yeah. In Europe, it's more like wait, wait till your time will come. You know, you gotta learn. It's slow. It, it, that's how it goes. Like you got time. There's not so much change here. Oh, one day you are, um, I don't know, doctor, and three days later he's a YouTube celebrity. Pop. Like he goes, <laughs> right. he makes money from YouTube. He quits on. You know, that's how it goes here. But right. uh, more opportunities, and that's what uh, that that was like hardest adjustment for me off the court. You know, to see all that, like, throwing at you, all this stuff, you know. Uh, like taking, the fast-paced. Yeah, yeah. Taking care of taxes, let's say. Having the tax guy for you, you know, being on him, being on a call with him once in a while. Mm-hmm. That's something new in my life, you know. It was uh, all new new things for me, really. And um, I didn't know nothing about it, you know, because in Europe, your team takes care of the taxes. Mm-hmm. So here... Uh, it's it's all like you need you don't pay your agent in Europe as well. Here you pay your agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, here you pay whatever you need. You pay for it if it's not like team related or you know if team is not covering that for you. Mm-hmm. In Europe, it's more like when you're working there, they kind of take care of it, but it's like slower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's completely different. So mm-hmm. it t- took me a while to adjust to it. So basically, we're just very much in a rush over here. Yeah, yeah, which is, I mean, there's, Nothing for me, I'm trying, it. you know, it's I'm trying strokes. to find, yeah, I'm trying to find the perfect balance in between. Yeah, yeah. That was what I was going to ask is if, have you become more like a little bit like that? Because, I yeah. mean, I, I'm sure you can't help it being immersed yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. But then, like, if you, if you go home, do you go right back to, you know? I'm not how- saying I don't have no one to go on coffee with, but, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I go by myself. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, because people are busy, right. you know, and uh, they're really busy. They're really working something. They're really like, okay, one hour I'm going to study this. And they really do that. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, when I was that mindset back, you know, um, me, younger me, mm-hmm. I'll quit learning something, you know, and caring about a future. I'm going I'm going to enjoy coffee time, you yeah. know, two hours coffee time. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> more fun than uh, learning something, you know. Right. But here, you know, people, I think even the the people that come over, you know, in the United States, they want to prove something. They want to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like people I come see here my, with a goal in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come here to, to work. 
you don't have come here to enjoy you know and you you take that as that i came here to work to prove and you know there is uh, one coach when i was playing in um, in my country and i was playing well he said hey you know when you go outside of your country you got to play 30% better then the the players they are there Right. So that, that that's right. That's that philosophy, you know, like you got to be even better than what they have there. Mm -hmm. It's it's the same. It, it it goes the same for both ways, you know, when I don't know when some American player is coming to play in Serbia, he got to be 30% better than right. what we have. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's that like cuz you're trying to like kind of prove yourself yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um is it what is it like having cuz it seems like y'all have a, a sort of a a community of guys like from your region sort of you know who play in the NBA like I've heard you um I think I saw you like congratulate Jokic a few times you mm -hmm. know on Twitter and stuff like that I've heard about like a group message of some guys who you know keep in touch what is it cool to to have that community because you're you're away from home you know and it's now it maybe feels a little bit like home but you're still away from home but you're able to sort of have that community that seems really cool to me yeah it's really cool it's really cool to have a guys in the league you know and especially um guys on your level like they can you know Bielica, Jokic, uh, Boban Marjanovic, it was Teodosic a couple years ago um a lot of young guys Pokushevsky is there um yeah a lot of like guys from the region as well uh, Vucevic, Doncic, Dragic you know a lot of guys they uh we hang out with, with each other you know when we see each other um, people think like, you know, Slovenia, Croatia, I don't know, Serbia is completely different countries, but we are all, we speak the same language, we mm -hmm. understand each other, and we don't have uh, political issues, so we are cool yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, with each other, and uh, uh, we always see each other, so it's cool to, you know, talk about experiences, you know, and uh, just share, share the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you such a, like, I don't know, do you know the phrase gym rat? Like, you know, like we use that phrase, that, so it's a pause, it's a compliment. Gym rat means like you're always in the gym. Like you just love mm -hmm. working out and mm -hmm. it's, it's really important to you. Why, why are you such that. a gym rat? Because that's how I got my confidence. Whatever I do, even if we play, let's say a video game, there, there is a game that usually some guys plays, uh, FIFA. I cannot sit down and play with you, like, just play. <laughs> I I practice. I go, I practice that for a couple of days, and I play you, and then I look good. Okay, but <laughs> I that, see what you mean. I need that. It's just com competitiveness in me. I cannot just let it go. I cannot just don't care. You know, I'm, I'm, I was never, like, I was talented, but I was never gifted like that. You know, mm -hmm. gifted, like, I feel like I never had the the true gift. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I work for these gifts. So that's that's how we go. I mean, starting from when I was a kid, a little kid, I was a little guy, skinny guy. I had to work more to, you know, be stronger, you know, um, all this all this type of stuff. I think that it's not just in basketball, but I think it has a lot to do with basketball later because that's how I found my, my confidence. My shot was way slower. I, I was talking with all these young guys here. I was telling them my shot that wasn't looking like this like f five years ago. Really? Like, yeah, my my shot changed in NBA. Well, you got a great. You're you got one of the fastest releases I've seen. Yeah, because I was watching all these guys, Curry, Thompson. I was watching one of the best shooters. How do I shoot in the league? Because in Europe, you don't take these shots. 
Mm-hmm. In Europe, you don't have that type of shots, you know, that off balance or off dribble step backs. It's, it's more like, first of all, you don't have that type of athletes. And I feel like it's more like fi- finding, um, you value the possessions more in Europe. Here, the pace is faster. They want you, the first option, pop, take it. Like, it's like, and the window of the like the open shot and wide open shot here in Europe is, is a bigger gap. So you, I realized that the first game I came, like my first practice was like, I didn't take the shot. Second <laughs> practice, I don't take the shot. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the shooter coming from Europe taking 15 shots a game. And the first two practices in Sacramento, I'm taking zero <laughs> shots. Zero shot attempts. And I'm, I start thinking, okay, I got to change something. Right. So I, I change it. I right. change it. I start shooting faster. I really change it. I change my gap. It wasn't here. It was up there. Mm-hmm. So um, it started with the small things. It's. I feel like it's. There is always, um, always uh, room for improvement. You know, and uh, getting better. But you have to figure it out by yourself. No one will come to you and tell you, "Hey, change your shot." Mm-hmm. No one will come to. You have to have that feeling. Like here is a little bit slower. Here I gotta go faster. And I mean, usually <laughs> in all these things, you gotta go faster here. Mm-hmm. Everything you do. Mm-hmm. Man, that's awesome. I did not know yeah. that your shot had changed True. that much. That's Five years ago when I came in NBA, I was known as a great shooter, yeah. right, before yeah. I came here. But for NBA standards, I wasn't. I'm telling you right now. I had to work to be a great shooter. And I'm better now than I was last year, two years ago, three years ago. Every year I got better, for sure. Because of all that work? For sure. This is the Hawks Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Hawks Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We are sitting down at the Hawks practice facility with Bogey. Can you tell me the story of, you put this on Twitter about, I think there was, when y'all were in Boston, there was a, a fan who was like joking with you or something. Oh, yeah. And when you were like, it looked like you kind of were going like, shh, to the person or something. You said so, they joked about your name or something. So he said, he really said, hey, Bogey, how you pronounce your name? How you pro- or how you pronounce your last name? <laughs> and it was, I was running down the floor and he started talking that and... Trey was playing pick and roll, I remember. Mm-hmm. And he swing it to me. And in in the second of, you know, my I mean, I always thinking about shooting first mm-hmm. when a ball come to me. And I felt so good. And I said, okay, I got to take a shot because of this guy. Yeah. I got to make this one. <laughs> I made it. And I put it him. And I was, can you hear it now? Because usually they say three-point Bogdanovic, you know, or something like that. Whoever made the three, they say his mm-hmm. last name. Uh, so... It was a good, good momentum. I mean, good moment that you know. And he was laughing. The whole that section was <laughs> laughing because they they hear. It was a cool thing. So no, yeah. Cool so thing. now he now he definitely knows. He he gonna remember that for sure. <laughs> right. So that game um, is it. It was a tough loss, but you did have a, a season high in it. 
Um, I just wanted to ask, like, how are you feeling as far as, you know, your role? And it seems like you're, from my perspective, it seems like you're thriving with how you're being used right now, like kind of a bench unit, but sometimes they'll put Kevin or Trey with that unit too. Um, it just seems like it, it's going really well for you. Yeah, we try to make a lot of like uh, things that, you know, we, we're just trying to make some, something work, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, there have been a lot of changes this year, uh, a lot of like um, issues with injuries, Corona hit a team. It was, you know, I think we all forget that, you know, and uh, it, it's kind of hard when you don't have a guys around, you know, and just around, not mm-hmm. like on a, on the floor, mm-hmm. just around. Like it's 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 hard to to think about the team, about unity when you don't have everything is like, oh, you playing today, <laughs> yeah. uh, other guys out, like, hey, I need you today. So it's hard to even put something together. I understand. So hopefully, you know. Um, you know, we get these two wins before the All Star break, and uh, and we finish the the before All Star season uh, with with two wins, um, and then we, you know, start to chase that six spot. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've been someone who from the start of this year, I actually remember all the way back to media day. And I know I'm the worst because I ask you about it a yeah. lot. But I remember all the way back to media day, you were saying we can't talk about last yeah. year. We can't talk about last year. Exactly. Uh, makes it a little harder probably when you get questions about it. But why was that so important to you to not to be like, we have to forget about that? I've been there before. It's your league. It's European basketball, but it's same same game. Mm-hmm. And I know how that affected our team. You know, I know how that we, you know, we were relaxed. We actually won that year, but uh, we realized, like, and and at the beginning and like middle of a season, at the beginning we were good, but then in the middle of a season we were struggling because we were keep thinking, okay, it's gonna be easy to make it to you know finals We're talking again. about last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it, it's just it's just hard to repeat it. And you have to forget it, what happened. This is a new year. And uh, we had a short summer. We got to, you know, we got to build something new. That's that's how it goes. Like, we cannot relate on what happened, you know. And um, as a true competitor, I think that's just bad mindset to think about, oh, we had a nice year. Um, you know, think about anything what happened in the past. I think you said on one of the trips out west, like, we can't just – lean on the fact that we have been good you yeah. know we have to be good right yeah. now so yeah. basically you have to you can't rely on what you did last year is that basically what you're saying exactly mm-hmm. exactly like that so the roster stays the same at the the trade deadline and it's pretty much an identical roster to to last year which i think is again there's that me saying last year again but i do think that's why whether it's you know fans, media, whoever it is from the outside looking at this team. I know it's a new year, but you can't help but to be like, well, they did all that last year. You know, X, if they're having this struggle or that struggle, well, they didn't have it last year. They figured it out last year. It's the same roster. Um, but do you feel like when the roster stays the same at the trade deadline, um, did you feel like, okay, the front office is is putting confidence, has confidence in this group, you know, like, I don't want to say pressure, but does it kind of get those wheels spinning more and more with the yeah, roster staying the same? It's hard work because we don't feel like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's still 
Um, it, it's just they give you a little uh, support and confidence. That's how I feel like. They give you like support that they believe in you. Mm-hmm. They believe in the work you're putting in. They see us what we do like every day. Mm-hmm. They see, they know what we do. They know how we live. So uh, they know what they got. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if they keep you during the trade deadline, that means you're doing something good and they expect you, you know, they believe you. And if it's not good till that point, it's going to be better. And they believe it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so really nothing else. It's simple as that. And if you think that way, it's it's a good thing of thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there is no, f- I, that's how I think, mm-hmm. honestly. Is there anything that you feel like this team is either, and not personnel-wise, but just execution, is there anything you feel this team is is missing or needs to buckle down on in order to make a run here? I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough question. I mean... Um, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> diagnose everything, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think now, like, but yeah. I'm saying we won like eight in a row with mm. this with this unit. Sure. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And against some tough teams, and against some good teams, uh, there is some bad teams as well throwing in. But eight in a row, I I don't think that you know good uh, bad teams can win eight in a row. You know, I don't think we need to change something like that. We we need to figure it out between us. You know, it's uh, it's still a young unit. It's still a young. We we only have two two and a half veterans. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like it's young unit. Mm-hmm. It's really young. Like um, how many games they play? How many you know? How many these close moments they play? And it, it's, it's it's still young group. So mm-hmm. it's we need time. Mm-hmm. Is it just a matter of, you know, consistency? Like you play really good defense in Boston that first half and then, you know, just give up that big third quarter. You know, like how do you just kind of get let's, more? Let's compare these two teams. Let's say Boston is together how long? And they added a couple of veterans mm-hmm. and like Smart, Brown, Tatum. Sure. They're, they're there for like six, seven years. Yeah, they've been together. That, that group has been like together. Five, I mean, they're six, young, but they've know. been together. Yeah. It's five, six years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're a tough team. Mm-hmm. They're a tough team to beat, you know, and they add, they, they figured out the pieces around to build, you know, and not a lot of changes, you know, not, not some crazy changes. Uh, but um, it's, uh, they're a tough opponent. And, uh, you know, that game, that game show you, like, experience-wise, mm-hmm. um, you know, where they at now and where we are now you know like because we were we were two zero before that game against them at sure. home yeah you played great they against were missing them, yeah. they were missing some players we know that but we were missing two mm-hmm. so uh we we played well but they're a completely different team in uh in in the garden there in 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 their arena mm-hmm. how tough has it been to get the because you talked about, you know, with COVID when everybody was out for a while, I've talked to a, a handful of, of guys about this and it just seems like that was that, I mean, it was almost a month, you know, of moving pieces. Yeah. How tough was that? It's tough. Cause you know, uh, let's say my personal experience was, you know, trying to find a rhythm and I found the rhythm, you know, health wise, uh, shooting wise, uh, everything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and you just need to sit down at home and chill for like seven days, eight, ten days. I don't even know how many days, but <laughs> right. And you know, I, it's not like I didn't care. You know, you wear the mask everywhere you go. Um, I didn't move a lot. I didn't move at all at the time, like outside of my apartment. Um, but you know, some things you can't stop, and and that was frustrating part really because. Uh, it's really frustrating frustrating when you are like in not in control you know like and, then and it's not like you did that, anything wrong yeah you don't you didn't anything wrong but you just gotta sit down at home and and rest and I know that must have been really hard on you because I know you're someone who's like always in the gym you know staying late after yeah. practice um, so actually I want to ask you about all-star break. Are you can are you someone who can actually like take a little bit of a break or are you still gonna be like go full force? I learned I learned to take the break. Okay. I learned to take the break. I I mean I I lift during the All Star break, but a little basketball I throw in like two workouts in these five days uh, of basketball and three lifts I think. Okay. What made you learn to have to slow down and take a break? Okay. Simple. <laughs> That's true. Did, was it just a matter of like, did like, was there a trainer or anything who was like, if you don't, if you don't not, if you don't take a break, no. you could make this worse. It's not, it's not, it's not that it's just simple injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, um, actually the first year in, uh, in sec, I was playing the all-star and I felt so tired. Even the second year I felt, and then third year was, I was playing the, not all-star, but the rookie, yeah, rookie yeah. game. The rookie game, yeah. And, um, I felt so tired after that game, mm-hmm. and it's just one like, like one game, like one pickup game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not. Right. <laughs> it's like physical work, so it's, it's it's tough to get ready, prepare. I think it's more mental than you know, and you need to travel there, you know, resting there. Here, like you know, it's a break, because and your body knows it's a break, so it's better. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, it, like let's say in between, you know, your your lifting sessions, whatever. What do you do for fun when you're not doing basketball, which I know is not very often at all. But what do you do during your your break that feels like during a break? the break? Yeah, during during the All Star break when it's fine for you to actually take time off. Mm-hmm. First of all, I try to connect with uh, friends. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I I go somewhere with my friends, somewhere where we can rest, talk with them a lot uh maybe read some book a little bit and that's it spend the time uh, as much as i can outside mm-hmm. i'm always looking for a nice weather and uh you know staying out of out of the the closed doors mm-hmm. indoors mm-hmm. nice weather would be nice i'm yeah. waiting for it to warm up so eager yeah. for it normally we have good weather here but it's just yeah, the dead it's of winter it's going to get warmer this week i, yeah. I checked it out i hope you did you liked I did. it out. Good. Um, okay, so one last question for you before we get out of here. Um, so we're recording this Monday, so 26 games left in the regular season. Um, just what's your mindset on what you guys can can accomplish down the stretch of the season? Uh, I think how uh, how the season going to come to that point in the playoff time, you know, I think we're going to turn it up, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we have that sense of urgency, especially now. And it's going to be tough, but, you know, uh, I think we are capable of doing something special, you know, and I think we have a lot of guys, even, you know, when we play like 
not good. You know, we are still like having a, like, I don't know, number, uh, what, top three, top five offensive teams in the NBA. Top two offensive yeah. rating, yeah. Top two offensive rating, the stats, you know. Uh, but um, we still need to find a groove that to close out the games. You know, it's a little details, a little momentum changes, and mm -hmm. uh, that's what we need to do. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Thank Bogey. you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that conversation as much as I enjoyed uh, recording it and taking part in it. Bogey was really generous with his time. And as you guys can tell, he was super thoughtful with his answers and the whole experience, honestly. So I'm very grateful to him for coming on the show and and just um, being really open and honest and, and fun and also grateful to everyone who listened to this episode. Um, coming up. The Hawks will play in Orlando Wednesday night, and that's actually their final game before the All-Star break. That's on the second half of a back-to-back. -back. So the Magic have struggled this season, but it's the second half of a back-to-back, -back and the Hawks have to travel on it. So obviously that can sometimes make things tough. Um, so still going to be a big game for them there. Um, and like I said, very, very good win for the Hawks against the Cavs Tuesday night. That was much needed just given that they had – uh, lost four or five everything that we if you're curious about the Hawks recent struggles just go listen to uh, the episode before this one we got into the details of that one um, the details of all that all that fun stuff that they've been struggling with um, but big rebound win for them and that's going to be a good note to go into the all-star break on um, obviously one more to go but a good way to start the the beginning of the the final two games here um, and Friend of the podcast, Bogey, uh, tied a career high with four steals, as I mentioned earlier. Um, didn't score as much as he has been. He came into that game averaging about 16 points per game. But he actually, this was a good game for him, um, I think, defensively and in a few other ways, a few other, um, you know, just playmaking, more intangible ways. It was it was a good game for him, for sure. Um and Trey Young did some Trey Young things, had 41 points in that win. Um, Young is the Hawks' lone All-Star. So he'll start in the All-Star game and also participate in the three-point contest this weekend. And the rest of the team can get some much-needed rest. And I think that's going to be key for them because when the Hawks come back from the All-Star break, they'll have 24 regular season games to go. And although getting into the top six is likely out of reach um you know we'll see but that's that's likely out of reach the Hawks will look to find some of that fire and rhythm that helped them on that seven game win streak if you remember back to mid-January wasn't that long ago so you probably remember that and also it looks like they're already kind of starting that a little bit with with that win against and against the Cavs Tuesday that was an excellent excellent offensive game uh you know paved by Trey Young of course but the biggest the big thing for me, like, yes, you're still giving up threes um, at a higher rate than you want, but they did enough defensively to close out a, a close win. And that fourth quarter was was really great against Cleveland. And they need more of that um, because they're going to try to nab the best seed possible in the East. And as of Tuesday evening, which is when I'm recording this closing message, they are 10th in the East. So stay tuned to all things AJC. And, of course, the Hawks report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.
ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com.